Welcome to our latest podcast. We wanted to give you a little heads up just to say that this is a bit different from other podcasts um, and really it is an unashamed plug for an event we have coming up. Um, We will be sharing some content about some of the things we'll be discussing in May, but more than anything else, we're trying to give you a sense of what that event will will look like and why we think it would uh, be worth you coming. So if you're expecting one of our normal podcasts, it's going to be a bit different. So with that, over to Greg. Hello and welcome to our latest podcast, uh, the Down to Earth podcast. Um, my name's Greg, Greg Thompson, and I'm joined by my good friend, Richard Kay. Um, today, we're going to be talking not only about uh, an interesting topic, the topic of eternity, but we're also going to be sharing with you about an upcoming event. So those of you who are regular listeners to the podcast will know that we we often talk about um, topics that and are inspired by what Jesus said on these topics. Uh, we've looked at things like anger and consumerism and freedom. But the main resource that we provide as a team is a is a weekend away. Um, we've we've been running those for for many years with with yeah real success. Lots of guys have have come along and it's been a real blessing to them in their in their lives. So we want to share with you all about the event that's coming up in May uh, 2022. Um, but also whet your appetites for what we're going to be talking about. Um, Rich, just talk to us a little bit about you know what inspired you to start Down to Earth in the, in the first place and also what inspired you to choose the topic of eternity for, for the event in, um, in May. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that first question, Greg. You've thrown me a little <laughs> bit there, but uh, uh, what was the inspiration? Um, so it was myself and a couple of good good friends, Tom and Matt, who set up um, what was then called Alive and Dangerous back in 2010, 2011. And I think our, yeah, at the time, our heart for it was very much came out of our journey together as, as, as friends and wanting to share uh, yeah, our, our journey of, of fellowship and, and how we were exploring masculinity and fatherhood and, and all of those big gospel themes within the context of our of our friendship and and finding that um particularly inspired by some of the writings of john eldridge at the time and some of the work that his his organization ransomed heart have done um and how they speak about masculinity and 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 the gospel and how it can relate to our everyday lives and and whilst that doesn't seem like rocket science um, and, and it's not in many ways i think there is there is something about going away in the company of other men and being open and honest and vulnerable and um, sharing from the heart. And I think those experiences have been really profound for us. And, and, and the inspiration was really to invite other guys into that, that journey. Yeah. Um, of fellowship with with each other and, and with God. We and had so a great in, go on, you go. Yeah, so that that was really the inspiration. Yeah, we had a great chat the other day. We, we've been chatting about how we um, how we kind of excite men to come along to this event and and how that kind of works alongside church because we, we often use churches and church leaders to um, to sort of go through this process. And um, we were talking about how this really um, strengthens what's going on in our in our lives as part of our local community and our local churches, and that actually inspiring men, empowering men to be discipled, to be taking risks in their faith, to becoming more close and intimate and vulnerable with God, just really strengthens their the discipleship 
process uh, yeah. um, and a lot of what we are doing is um is discipling one another we're a good group of friends who are really honest and open with each other who share a lot of our journey and have really grown in our faith through the process and we're trying to sort of demonstrate that and encourage other men to do the same and um mm. Yeah, we'll, we'll perhaps talk at the end of the podcast about some of the stories from our own lives. But yeah, these events have been really kind of life affirming, life changing and a real catalyst um, for our faith. And I can certainly say that with um, with kind of real confidence. Um, yeah. So so this event, Rich, we, we're going to look at the topic of eternity. Um, yeah, talk, talk me through what, what prompted that consideration. I, well, so I, I guess um, I've been reading around the topic for a few years now. Um, particularly particularly inspired by some of the writings of N.T. Wright. And the more the more I read around it and started to dig into it, the more I realized that I had a pretty weak understanding of, of eternity. Um, I didn't really have the language to, or didn't really understand the language in order to be able to articulate it and discuss it with others. Um, and then I guess I found that um, <laughs> I wasn't unique and that we we do have quite a I would say quite a weak understanding of what is yet to come um, within the church. I, I, it's not really something we talk that much about, ironically. And and I think our, our our struggle is made so much harder because we we we've been influenced by a lot of common language that is used um, to talk about heaven, um, and influenced by a lot of probably medieval art in terms of what that really is. Yeah. And, and I think we're, we're just quite confused. Um, the, word, the word heaven is, you know, we typically think of heaven as somewhere we go to when we die. And, and that's probably how we talk to our kids about it when, when loved ones die. We'll say they're in, they're in heaven now. Yeah. And, and it's used quite loosely and we tend to think of it as this, well, it's somewhere else. It's somewhere where our spirit goes and it's lovely there. <laughs> and uh, once we start to dig a little bit beneath the surface as to what we think it really is and and what happens after that it all gets a bit flaky with with most of us i would say yeah um and i think that's partly language um i think the word the word heaven is yeah it's just become confused and and probably the better word to use is kingdom yeah. um but then that opens up the whole debate of well what is kingdom and god's kingdom and what is yet to come and um, I, I, I found it quite a fascinating subject and it really has helped me rethink about how I think about the here and now. And, and I think the, bit, the single biggest challenge we, we face and the single biggest problem we have when we think about eternity is we don't, we don't naturally think of it as a continuum. We, we tend to think of it as we have this life with all its kind of physical pleasures and challenges and then we die and then something else completely different happens after that and we go to heaven somewhere else away from this earth and and so we don't we, we literally don't join the dots between the two we yeah. we if we're not careful we we think of them as as separate and that's not what the gospels are, are telling us um you know the gospels are saying that Jesus, when he died on the cross, has set set in motion something totally different. His kingdom, his way of his rule, is is now present in a way that it wasn't before he came to earth, and it is advancing. And one day it will it will be everywhere. When when Christ returns, he will bring his kingdom in full. But that that is a continuum, and there is much we can do today to advance the kingdom and in Christ. And to bring that forward and participate in his coming kingdom. And there is much that will endure from this life to the next. And, and that was, I, f I think for me, 
in terms of how I think about the here and now, really quite um, influential in my thinking. And I use the phrase, you know, you, you've heard me use it before, Greg, kingdom eyes, yeah. how, we, how we view what's happening today in our lives with kingdom eyes and how we how we consider the things that we are doing and saying today have eternal eternal implications. There's um, do you remember that that scene? There's a scene in Gladiator, um, pretty close to the beginning, where you, you know there's that big that big battle scene in the woods, yep. and uh, Maximus takes a few of his elite soldiers off around the back of the uh, um, of, of the uh, of the enemy, and he gathers them together and he says something like. Um, he's he's trying to rally his soldiers and he says, what you do in this life echoes in eternity. And I just thought it's such a wonderful phrase. And it's so, it's so, um, it's so, yeah, it's so important for us to consider the things that we do now have eternal ramifications. It echoes in eternity. So much of what we do endures. Yeah. Um, and I think of, you know, Jesus, when, when he rose, um, there was so much that he took with him. Um, you know, he's, his body, his scars, his relationships, his character, the experiences that he had, the victory on the cross, you know, all of these things that um, happened in the flesh here and now, he took with him into the, into the next life. It wasn't, it wasn't totally separate. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was a bit of a, a ramble, I guess, <laughs> to, to express how, uh, you know, how we yeah, are, what, what came to, um, why, why you thought this was a good topic to explore in the first place. I mean, that's certainly what's excited me about the topic. You know, when we first considered it uh, several years ago now, I think sat in a pub, um, we were, I, my initial thoughts were, God, like that's almost like a theology of the next life. And it, it quickly changed into how does that impact my life now? How does a better understanding of the kingdom, a better understanding of where we're going impact my choices and my perspective now? And it's really helped around some of the areas of life where we feel hopeless and real hopelessness. Um, you know, I think a really good example, which is a hot topic now, is around global warming and climate change and it's very easy to feel quite overwhelmed by that to feel pretty hopeless you know what what can we do uh, and i absolutely feel we can do we can make good choices at an at an individual level um but even if you are making great choices it still feels like an overwhelming battle that our little yeah. contribution is is not is not going to you know is not as big as say if China and India and America and England all yeah. sort of decided to make wholesale changes. But if if but there is hope in what Jesus is doing and and God is doing in restoring all things. There is hope in that the the character change in my life, the the formation of of my kind of character and the 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 positive battles that I win are, are going to echo into eternity. And it's, mm. it's really shaped my kind of how I view life, how I view the, the trials and the tribulations that, um, that, that I inevitably face. Yeah. Yeah. I think the um, yeah, global warming and the planet is, uh, is a really interesting one to, to think about in the, with, with eternity in mind. Um, because I think there is a there's a risk that we we slip into a uh, slip towards rapture theology, if you like, and think that well, Christ is going to return and and yeah, there's going to be fire consuming the earth and it's all going to be burnt up anyway. Um, although I think that's a complete misinterpretation of those first that or that verse. Um, and and I think there's there is this there is a truth that 
when Christ returns and makes all things new, that he is bringing everything to completion. But that doesn't mean to say that we we sit around and do nothing in the in the meantime. And the, and the verse that comes to mind is when, when Paul in Romans, I think, is talking about sin and he says, well, because we are saved by grace, does that mean that we can just carry on sinning? And, and he says, by no means. Yeah. By no means. That is totally misunderstanding um, what it means to be to be filled with Christ and participate in his coming kingdom is that we participate in, in, in his kingdom. And I think that's true also of, of, of how we care for the planet, that, yeah, he will return. And, and yes, all things will be made new. But that doesn't mean to say we sit around now and, and just watch the, you know, the planet be uh, ripped apart. And for people, particularly in the developing world, to, to suffer injustices as a result. Yeah, of, yeah. of our inability to care for the planet as, as stewards. Um, so, yeah. That's good. So I think just to reassure people, this is not going to be a weekend of us unpacking our theology on eternity and, and talk, sort of talking at you about uh, eternity. We're, we're going to be covering a number of very um, prominent, um, I guess, themes that are uh, are in our lives. So we're going to be looking at how does eternity shape calling how does it shape desire how does eternity affect hope how does it affect joy how does it affect work and relationships mm. so we're going to be actually applying what we believe and and what we're reading and and kind of sensing in our spirits is is kind of relevant around eternity um, but bringing that into the here and now bringing that into um topics that are going to be present in our lives um on a on a daily uh, yeah. on a daily basis so um maybe if we we choose the we, we don't want to give everything away um we don't because <laughs> a we haven't got the time but b you know this is the idea of this podcast is just to kind of whet your appetites but maybe if we just use the one around work so mm. how does thinking around eternity affect our vocation right now mm-hmm. I, you know, I think the thing that really um open my eyes on this one is is the question of what do we think we're going to be doing in in eternity when christ has returned and restored all things what will we be doing yeah and and typically we don't think that we will be working we don't think of because we have such a broken corrupted view of work as yeah. as largely something we need to endure that we we just naturally say, well we can't be doing that in heaven because it's not fun yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and and I think that's I, I think that's totally misplaced. I think um, you know we are created to rule. That was the original design in Genesis, and it's the it's His design today. And and what Christ will do when He returns is actually bring that to to fruition, such that we are are ruling as He created us to. And that's got to entail work of some form, but it will be work in which we are, um, I, I guess, fully fully free to enjoy enjoy yeah, in a way that we are today yeah yeah um and so that kind of when, when you think about put that into the context of today that yeah we will be working in eternity it won't feel like work does today but the things that we learn the skills that we are applying and honing today well perhaps they endure yeah. or perhaps if if i'm a carpenter in this life the skills that i am honing will be used for the benefit of others in the kingdom to come yeah. Why not? Um, and that actually puts a totally different slant on on work today, yeah. because we start to see the how it echoes in eternity, and how you know how the 
how I endure in this life to to better my skills for the benefit of others will be used for for glory in the future. Yeah, and certainly in I think it's Genesis two, isn't it? When before the snake arrives, you know, Adam is working. He's mm. um, he's taking this wild, untamed but but beautiful Eden, and he's beginning to use the resources and the materials and his skills and um you know his mind and his body to to make yeah. um, things good to some some people would use the word to make culture um there's mm. obviously the talk of you started with a garden and ultimately we're going to have a city the, the kind of the new jerusalem and and that isn't going we're not going back to eden we go we're, we're we're moving on that continuum to something something different something something better mm. um so yeah. You do you do get glimpses in this life of what it could be like. For sure. You know, I've I've certainly had occasions where I've really enjoyed the work I'm doing. Yeah. And and I felt like I am in my sweet spot. I'm using the gifts that God has given me to 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 work for him. Um and enjoyed working with others and um enjoyed the fellowship of those that I work with and um working together to to bring our, our giftings together for for a greater good and and that can feel great and i certainly had experiences where i've got to the end of a day and felt satisfied with what i've done and felt content and and i think that that is that is a taste of i think the work that is to come in uh yeah in in what is yet to come it will be a world where internal internal politics and backbiting and um yeah tensions between teams because we're competing against each other all of that will that will be gone because we will be free and we'll be free to enjoy each other's company and gifts for what they are gifts as opposed to a threat <laughs> it's exciting to think about isn't it i've almost got goosebumps just just dreaming about it and yeah certainly our hope is that that this weekend will really bring to the forefront this this good news and that hopefully mm. kind of post that event we will view work in a different way. Our work will yeah. be more of a flourishing experience than something to be endured. So I guess just to sort of tell you very briefly what the event looks like, and it, it's an established format that that's, we've had fantastic feedback from many, many men. And, and I'm always excited by the fact that we get guys from a whole range of ages, from kind of 20 up into their probably 70s. We have men from lots of different church backgrounds, different denominations. So there's a real kind of breadth of diversity amongst the men who who attend from all over the country as well. Um, and, and so what we would typically do is invite you to, to a lovely location. This one is in Gloucestershire, I think, off the top of my head. Um, but we'll give you the exact the exact details that we'll, we'll, we'll link you to on our on our website. But yeah, it's it's a it's a beautiful location. And so we're getting away from the distractions and the stresses of life, um, encouraging people to put their phones down, to, to really focus on time um, with, with friends and with God. There is teaching and there is a fair bit of teaching, um, but it's um, we use we intersperse it with lots of stories, lots of humor, real camaraderie amongst the, the men are, are there. We also use lots of film clips, um, lots of movies to kind of uh, help um, help kind of share the points that, that we're, we're making and covering. But we also have lots of space for you to think and talk and, and, and listen to God as well. Um, ideally doing that kind of out in the in the great outdoors. But if it's bad weather, there's plenty of space for you to just go and listen and pray, be prayed with. 
So, um, yeah, there's there's other kind of fun events on. We've we've done kind of outward bounds tasks in the past. There's a sports hall. There's yeah, just place to to you know to read or to write or, or do whatever it is that you enjoy doing, kind of a, as as a leisure activity as well. Food is provided. Good, you know, we always get a, an actual chef in to to cook us and and good breakfast and and good meals. So it is it's a it's a great fun event. Um, Rich, anything you'd like to add? And and if not, maybe yeah. share some of your story of of the positive impact that the, these events have had on your life. Yeah, I, I think the, the main thing I'd add is just to say we're not theologians, we're not scholars or or experts, um, and we're not you know we're not professional preachers. We're, we're a group of guys that are exploring stuff together. And um, what we're really trying to do is invite other men into that process of journeying together and thinking about some of this stuff, um, thinking about how we apply it in the day-to-day and, and really trying to cultivate that culture of, of fellowship and journeying together as men and, and grappling with some of life's big questions. And, and, that, and that's it, really. As I say, we're not, we're not theologians at all. Um, we don't profess to have all of the answers we're, we're just sharing our, our journey and our thinking with others in the hope that it will be of benefit. Um, I, I guess in terms of my experiences with these events, I think there is, I think it's similar to what you were saying earlier, Greg, in terms of how, how it helps church communities. I think we're able to do things differently to, to Sunday mornings, for example. Um, we talk about topics that are really too gritty to raise on a on a Sunday morning um we're very honest and vulnerable about what we say and quite frank most of the time um and that's quite hard to do on a Sunday morning because you've got a mixed a mixed congregation and the tone is different um and we go away somewhere in the wild and we cut out all distraction and we just we just try and experience the presence of God in in creation and be open and honest with each other yeah. um, and I think that that environment is is incredibly powerful um you know the honesty and the vulnerability. Um, so we will we will talk about God and what we think He's saying, and then we'll create the space for guys to go out and, and pray about it, um, and really try and work it into their into their soul. And and my personal experience has been one of finding those weekends incredibly powerful, feeling really challenged, really convicted, um, really encouraged um, in a way that um, yeah don't typically get in the um, across the across a normal month. Yeah, I mean, I've, I mean, first and foremost, they're a lot of fun. I, I enjoy myself when I go, but it's been really enriching, both in terms of um, strengthening some of my the closest friendships I have in the world, um, but also strengthening my relationship. It's been such a catalyst for my faith, and we've seen guys who've kind of known Jesus well for many, many years, and people who perhaps haven't yet. Um, kind of said that they 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 kind of know Jesus well. They're pr- really early on in their faith journey. Um, you know, we've had a real spectrum. I think undoubtedly this is a there is undoubtedly a, a theme of we're going to be talking about God. We're going to be the the Bible is going to be referenced on a fairly regular basis. So. Um, just in terms of sort of setting the scene of, of kind of who to invite, uh, we are typically um, kind of marketing this, I guess, to, to people who are part of a, a church community. But that isn't to say that you couldn't bring along friends who are who are exploring, who are asking questions. That's certainly happened in the past. And, and, and actually the language and the style that we have used has, has been really accommodating of that. So, um, so that's fantastic. Um, I think, you know, we people often say, you know, why should I do it? And and the truth is there's a lot of 
there's a lot of reasons you could say, you know, oh, you know, it's it's a weekend away, you know, it leaves the wife with the kids. It's, you know, it, it doesn't cost very much, but, you know, there is a cost affiliated, you know, there's 101 reasons why why perhaps you, you shouldn't do it. But I think whenever people have made this commitment to say, yeah, we want to come along, the feedback has just been fantastic. People have mm. wanted to come back. We've we've been pretty hopeless at marketing this event and, and yet it's grown <laughs> and grown and grown. Um, um, people have wanted to come back and, and invite their friends. So, you know, I would say book, book now, go on to, um, onto our website, which is down to earth dot guide and then forward slash events so that's down to to earth dot guide forward slash events book on um even better um bring along a couple of friends who you're going to be able to to chat and, and journey with um kind of after this uh, and share it in your in your sort of social circles um in your churches in your small groups in the the various kind of places that that you're you're kind of talking about jesus um we would expect there to be quite a gathering of, of men it's it's not enormous but it's you know there will be a, a decent crowd but um um, places will go so so i'd encourage you to book kind of as soon as possible uh, and we really really look forward to seeing you there are some resources on our website which will tell you more about it answer kind of questions about the event um if finances really are a problem then then you know let us know and we can we can do what we can to help but it, it's not a huge amount of money once you kind of factor in that you're getting a bed and food for the whole weekend um, you know this isn't us making money this is just us kind of covering the costs of, of, of a really great venue and, and a good chef um yeah so so don't 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 kind of hesitate book on you won't regret it this will be a really positive catalyst in your faith and, and your discipleship and we, we really look forward to seeing you rich any any final things to add uh, i'm in i'm coming good <laughs> you, can, you convince me yeah, I need to book now. I will. I might even do that right now. Oh uh, yeah, I'll bring, I've already there. booked, Greg. I've already booked. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I was just wondering whether um, whether we just wet the appetite with one, just adding in one more little theme yeah, or something, something else we might be talking about over the uh, over the weekend in May. Um, and the one that came to mind was the theme of rewards, rewards in heaven. Um, and I was a little bit surprised when I did some digging on this, just how frequent the concept of rewards yet to come is mentioned in the new testament it's it's just everywhere this this concept that what we do in this life we will be rewarded for yeah and and i think when i when i first read it i was like i was struggling to get my head around that because it feels like on the surface it's in conflict with the concept of salvation by grace that you know if we are we're saved by by faith and faith alone. So what's this, you know, what, what are we, are we trying to, to get rewards now? What's, what's all that about? And I, th- I think that's probably just a very weak understanding of grace if we're, if we're honest and, um, or cheap grace is, as Bonhoeffer would say, um, yeah. because that, that concept of reward is, is absolutely clear. You know, Willard would say, he had a phrase where he said, um, grace is not opposed to effort it's opposed to earning and and i think that if we're not careful with the concept of salvation and I, we just think well there's not much we need to do because we're saved happy days and and I, you know going back to what we said about paul's writing in romans that was where paul said by no means grace does not mean that we just sit around and wait and and, and i think one of the, 
the main themes of this weekend that we're trying to get across is that if we're focusing on what is yet to come, that doesn't mean that we're not caring about the present. In fact, it's, it means exactly the opposite. If we're focusing on what is yet to come, it should urge us to consider how we make that a greater reality today, how we advance the coming kingdom. Yeah. And that goes right back to how you know where we started this this conversation, Greg, about how we typically don't feel see it as a continuum. Yeah. We just feel like they're they're separate places, separate times, separate people, separate everything. And and that's not the case. We participate in his coming kingdom. We make it a greater reality today. We bring it forward, for want of a better expression. And I think that concept of rewards is is a wonderful one to to dwell on. We were we were talking about that parable, and we it's the um, uh, parable of the tenants, um, isn't it? Talents, yeah. 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 And, and what, what, is it in John? Or is it, it, more well, it might be the one I yeah. read was in Matthew twenty five. I think it is. Yeah, Matthew twenty five. Because that that's it's a really fascinating parable when we think about when we we put it in the context of eternity and Christ returning. Because we have this situation where. The landowner, um, Christ, entrusts his his farmers to look after the estate, and he goes away. Um, and then he returns, and he rewards them for for how they have invested, you know, the, the the talents that he has given them. And 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 that concept of reward for our efforts, and, and presumably, I would guess, being being rewarded with a greater kingdom in in eternity for our efforts for our obedience to him there is there is eternal ramifications what we do now echoes into eternity if we trust in him and that that's quite exciting again because again concept of work what we're doing here and now actually there is there is um echoes in eternity of how we invest our time today what we do in this life will will endure and that is ultimately exciting it is indeed it is indeed so so join us and i'm just going to give you the exact so the Are you looking it up on the website as we speak, Greg? Just to, I, uh... I literally am, yeah. So <laughs> um, it is called, uh, and it's under the heading Eternal Living on downtoearth.guide forward slash events, Friday the 13th of May to Sunday the 15th of May. And you can find all the details and, um, and book in there. Um, there is a camping option to save yourself a bit of money, but there are also um, there's also dorms and, and rooms. Um, it's a it's a great venue, um, and there's a great picture of a fry up to to literally whet your appetite on there as well. So um, good stuff. Well, we look forward to seeing you there, Rich. Always a pleasure to uh, to do these podcasts, and um, yeah, we look forward to um, to seeing you in May, if not before. <laughs>